0: me hello welcome back to girl uninterrupted where we discuss topics and issues that affect women and female identifying people as you know i am lisa and i've missed you guys like a lot a lot i haven't made an episode in like two weeks and there is an explanation for that i promise you but before i get there i just want to say happy black history month I am so excited for this month. I love Black History Month. I can get to be just as black as I could possibly be. But um, the past two weeks have been a little bit much. I've been trying to plan for the the videos that we're starting. And I also had a birthday. (laughs) So I am now 26 years old. And I had a great birthday weekend where I spent time with great friends and my girlfriend. And... I took off last week as well, just to reflect on what I had accomplished so far and what I wanted to do next. It's really weird that I look at my birthday and the new year as completely two different things. I guess the fact that I am a year older, not 25 anymore, it kind of pressured me a lot to get things moving. And I also decided to take a break from the internet. And I think it's good to take a step back and to put things into perspective, um, the internet can be really, really, really toxic. So again, thank you so much for being understanding. Anxiety mixed with the political climate its just not a good fit. So because I have taken a little hiatus from social media, there would not be like a question segment here on Girl Uninterrupted this week. But it's okay though, because... This episode is light and it's fun and we get to talk about something that we are all doing. But before we get there, we're going to hop into the first segment, which is the Women of the Week. Yes, I changed it from Femme of the Week because... I didn't want to exclude anyone, and I felt like femmes of the week sounded more so like feminine lesbians. So I want to include everyone. So Women of the Week is inclusive to women and female-identifying people. But this month, Women of the Week will be all Black women. <laughs> I'm excited about that. First up is Nikki Giovanni. Nikki Giovanni is an American poet, writer, commentator, activist, and educator. She is a cancer survivor who has won numerous awards and is a personal hero of mine. Her voice, the way that she writes, and her passion for justice are all just a few of the reasons and a few of the things that make her amazing. I hope that one day I become half of the writer that she is. So thank you so much, Miss Nikki Giovanni, for being you, for being courageous and being outspoken because you inspire people. You definitely inspire me. And the other women of the week are all of the winners of Grammys this year. Because it has been an impactful year of music for women. And Cardi B did an amazing thing, and her, and just everyone. And I'm just so excited and happy that we are making a mark in setting footprints and making pathways for our future girls to be great. But off of that, this week's topic is going to be light because I've noticed that there's a lot going on in the world and it is so stressful so I decided to talk about something fun. This week is also Valentine's Day so it's kind of perfect that we are talking about dating. I'm not in a dating pool right now. Haven't been for a while, but I definitely remember how hard it was to date, especially in this new era where everything is done online. I even met my current girlfriend on an app, but I had to go through a lot of frogs before I met her. All of the small talk, the copy and paste of generic messages, the creepy people that you meet, just all of it. Not to mention, oh my gosh, not to mention the weird couple profiles. Let's just stop there for a minute. I just need to point out that no one likes those. No one wants to be a part of that. Well, at least I don't. I don't want to be a part of that. It's just, ugh, like... We get it. Like, you're trying to be progressive and fun, but no one wants to be involved in a situation that honestly looks like the girl is just doing it for her boyfriend. But that's neither here nor there. That's another topic for another day. But along with that is the whole only thing, like white girls only, no fat girls or no black girls or, you know, like... It's just ridiculous, and it just weighs down on your self-esteem, and especially here in Miami, people are vicious with the things that they put in their little bios. like, And then plus, just the idea of people having to be perfect here in Miami, period, is just a lot of pressure. But anyway, after digging through all of the trash and finding a halfway decent and supplies person to go on a date with, after searching all of their social media, because you're going to do it. You have to do it. You have to search through their Instagram. You have to search through their Twitter. You have to search through all of that. Because you need to know what you're getting yourself into after all of that. So after you went through the hard part, because that is the hard part. Swiping love, swiping right, having all these surface conversations. Where do you go? What do you do? And what do you talk about? Once you found this person that you are, or people that you are interested in. This is what we are going to talk about on this episode. Um, I am no dating expert, like at all. I promise you, like I am the worst. I have been the worst <laughs> uh, because I am the worst. I'm going to talk about my dating mistakes when I was single, like all the, 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 problems that I went through and just giving you like the biggest mistakes that I think that I have made just to save you a headache because it's already a headache it's already tough to try to find someone who is decent who you have a little small connection with who's attractive just all these little things but once you actually find this person and you're just like okay want to go on a date where do you go like what do you do? And what do you talk about So I went on a couple of dates with people that I met on her, on the app her, on Tinder or people, Instagram or people that I happened to meet in real life, even though that was really, really, really rare. But my number one mistake, which is where we're going to start at, (laughs) and a mistake that a lot of my friends make and I just see it happen all the time, is not going... On a date. And what I mean by this is not setting something up outside of someone's house or outside of, you know, closed doors where it's just extremely comfortable. I think I did it to seem more down to earth or to not seem high maintenance, but it has always backfired on me. Always. Not going on a date. Just... (laughs) If I could go back and change things, like I, well, I wouldn't because I'm with someone who's amazing now, but it would have saved me a lot of trouble, though. Of course, this only applies if you are actually trying to date someone, like you are actually trying to start a relationship and not just have sex. If so, Netflix and chill definitely gets the job done, <laughs> but when I say date, I don't mean like a five-star restaurant or anything like that. A date could be something as simple as going to a park or having a picnic, going to get ice cream, going to dinner. This has nothing to do with like trying to see if the person has money or with making the person respect you because I've definitely had sex on the first date before and... I've had a great connection with with the person and we continue to go on dates. So it doesn't skew anything. Having sex on the first date doesn't skew anything, but it has everything to do with not putting yourself in like an unsafe situation with a stranger or having the room to share some of your interests with the other person. Getting to know a person and really seeing their character in action. For example, I went on a date with this guy to a restaurant, and he was absolutely rude to the waiter the entire time for no reason. And when I asked him like, what was his problem and to be more polite, he said it's it's his job to do what we want. It's his job. And he didn't even leave a tip. So that goes without saying that I definitely did not go out with him again. It's a turn off thinking that, he felt so entitled to treat someone a certain way just because of their job op- occupation. So that's not the type of person I want to be around. But I never would have figured that out if we were just next Netflixing and chilling. I wouldn't have figured out that he's just rude and he's entitled. Like I wouldn't have I wouldn't have known that if we just sitting in the in his house or in my house watching TV and and chilling. Number two. Talking about my ex. I feel so embarrassed talking about this because I really, really, really messed up. Every time I think about this, I think about this in one situation. But I'm going to talk about it. I met this girl on Instagram and asked her out on a date. Completely out of my league. She was completely out of my league at that time. I'm a bad bitch now. But at that time, I didn't have a pot to piss in. And she was just out of my league, but she said, yes. We went to Lingyap, it's this place here in Miami for wine and whatever. And it was perfect at first until I got too, too tipsy and we started to talk about our exes. So I started talking about my ex, then she starts talking about her ex. And for the next hour or so, we are really diving into what happened in both situations, like analyzing them together I think that she was okay with it at first, but as the drinking started going, you know, you get a little emotional (laughs) whenever you're talking about that. So I thought that she was into it. I thought that she was fine with us talking about it. But then she says, can we not talk about them anymore? And of course, my overthinking anxious ass starts to, Apologize and starts to think like, oh, I've ruined it. Not saying it out loud, but in my head, I am. So by this time, I am so wrapped up into how much of a fuck up that I am, and how, you know, h- how I make bad decisions, <laughs> and thinking about how I've continuously made bad decisions um, in reference to my ex, that I just went home and it was it was terrible. It was so bad. If you are listening to this girl, I am so sorry. <laughs> Definitely was not a pleasant experience for her. But yeah, there shouldn't be like a crash course on your exes. I guess the only important question would be have you ever been in a long-term relationship, but throwing all of your baggage on the table on the first date is not a good look. <laughs> It just isn't, well, maybe some people can deal with that, but in majority of the cases, no, that is so much and it is so heavy. It is just even thinking about how it went just gives me anxiety. It was so bad. But yeah, don't do that. Learn from my past mistakes. Um, our last one is hassling someone. So you went on a date and everything was perfect, and you text them Afterwards, like just to let them know how much fun you had and how you enjoyed being around them, but then you don't hear anything back. Just completely went ghost on you, and this has happened to so many of my friends. Oh my gosh, people just go ghost, and this is a sucky ass feelings, but oh, you cannot hassle them. You have to let it go. Um, You know, sometimes we think that things went great when the other person might not have felt the same way or maybe the person is dealing with some personal stuff. Like, you never know. Maybe they got back with their ex um, or just who knows. You don't really know. But you cannot blow up their phones. Pre-therapy Lisa would definitely text numerous of times asking what was wrong i've done it a couple of times but it has never worked out in my favor like it i just seem like a psycho like it is but all you want to know is what's going on all you want to know is like what happened because in your eyes it was so perfect um but majority of the time it has nothing to do with you and if it does who gives a fuck swipe right a couple of times and you'll find someone else <laughs> and i know that sounds like really insensitive but that's the truth like It is so many people out here. the The pool is so big, a fish, and you can find someone else. And just because this one person isn't talking to you anymore, the other person decides not to respond back. Responding back to your messages doesn't mean that there's something necessarily wrong with you. It's just that it didn't work out, and that's okay. And it sucks, but it's okay, and you will get over it. Just don't become the psycho like I became the psycho. don't do it but this episode is really 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 short and I wanted to keep it light and fun because tomorrow's valentine's day and I don't want to put all of this you know baggage on you guys or whatever but it is it's so important to think about like your past and like what you continuously do in order to repeat the same cycle and those are just some things that I had looked at that I've looked at and in my past was just like, girl, no stop, you don't need to do that again, <laughs> but that's it for this week. follow us on Instagram at G-R-R-R-L underscore uninterrupted, where I normally post the topics and where you can submit questions. I'm still setting things up for the videos, but that should be coming up very soon. I might make one post on Instagram and Facebook to get this out, but I won't be posting anything else because I am still on social media cleansing that is long overdue and greatly needed. But I hope you guys have a great rest of your week and happy Valentine's Day to all of those who celebrated Let me send you away with some love. May you love you. May you find someone who loves you for you. And may you get some post Valentine's Day candy because that's exactly what I'm aiming for (laughs) and what I'm doing, even though I'm supposed to be on the diet. But that's neither here nor there.